Hello, everyone, to the Let's Talk ICP podcast. Um, normally, in the podcast, in the Let's Talk ICP, we discuss about different projects on ICP. Also, we discuss um, maybe for um, with software developers, with tech guys, uh, more like uh, the demand side or, or the people that are creating dApps. But uh, it's also important uh, to know more about the, the other side, right? The people that uh, put the money, people that run the nodes and, and taking care of uh, the network of Internet Computer Blockchain and also taking care about the, the decentralization. And today, yes, it's an exciting day because I have uh, here with me uh, Ron Parmentier. He's the co-founder of uh, Aviate Labs and also investments team at Plug and Play. It's a really uh, pleasure to having with us today. Ron, thank you so much. Well, thank you so much for inviting me. It's, uh, it's an honor myself. Great. I would like to start, uh, and I'm curious to know more about your, your story, because you look like pretty young. <laughs> I'm not mm -hmm. telling exactly your, your age, but uh, yes, I would like to know more about, about you, um, your background before Aviate, and yeah, where you study, and when you interested for get interested for ICP, and uh, how it was your journey until now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, happy to to tell you more about it. And um, maybe to start off, well, I I, uh, I studied at uh, K Leuven, which is the university in Leuven in Belgium, um, which I'm currently still living in uh, in Belgium. And uh, it's also during this period that I actually got to know the owner of uh, of Illusion, and he's also the one that actually uh, got me into IC, uh, got me into the internet computer. Um, how I got to know him was actually through to uh, a startup that I was a part of and uh, that he also had invested in. Um, I think from already before going to university, I was had an interest in, in, in startups and uh, building projects and growing projects. So early on, I ended up in startups through internships. And so one of them um, was actually where I met Paul, uh, the, the founder from Illusion, the investor. Um, and uh, I started looking into into cases that he would provide me uh, and to do sort of a technical due diligence just because I was studying industrial engineering or engineering technology, um, which should give me a background into some uh, technical technical things. But early on already, I um, also explored more the business side of things just because it interests me to, to really see, okay, how uh, are you going to build this is one thing, but how are you going to sell this and market this and, and scale it even even uh, to a to a big project or startup and company, um, so he would just send me a case every now and then, but it uh, it grew to a couple of cases. So uh, I considered myself basically part of the illusion investments team, um, and then suddenly uh, he said, "Well, I have this new project, and I've been following this for, I think it must be four years, uh, around four years, uh, after he met Dominic actually in Paris at." Uh, Eat Paris, I believe, was a conference. Uh, he talked with Dominic, and back then the IC was just, uh, uh, yeah, an idea basically. Uh, I think there was something concrete, but it was still a little vague uh, and not. Uh, there wasn't a big team yet, um, and so suddenly four years later, it appeared on his radar again, 
And very concretely, there was a question or a request from out of the foundation, back then already Definity, um, to, to look for node providers, people that wanted to invest in the network uh, to provide the infrastructure to actually run the, the protocol. Um, so then suddenly I got introduced to the internet computer. And first I had no clue what to think uh, from it. I had no clue like, what is this gonna do? Um, I wasn't necessarily deep into blockchain. I didn't know the basic concepts, um, but the approach of the IC was definitely different than I uh, was used to. And also the way of funding it was still um, still new from me, for me. So usually you, you, you see a case and you clearly say, okay, this is the product. This is the consumer that they want to target or the client, uh, um, the customer they want to target. And then um, you put in money and you can assess certain risks. With some risks, you can live. With some, you can't, but sort of the founder uh, knows how to mitigate them. And then you invest. But with the IC, it was really, um, the promise was 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 great. And after a while of, of actually getting the promise, uh, it seemed that they already had a decent track record. But what was really um, and I think still today, the, the power of, uh, of where, why we should have trust in, in where we're going uh, is because of the team. And the team is also a very important aspect of, uh, of any project. Um, and when we see that there is really all these researchers that are top level in their domain um, already for years, that was really, I think, uh, what made us say, well, okay, if we want to do a, an investment in, into this space, probably through the infrastructure, might actually be um might actually actually be be very um risk um mitigating just because you own the infrastructure it's yours it is near you like we know where to find it uh, we we are the only ones having access to it uh, and the only thing we need to trust is that the network will pay us monthly uh, based on what was promised initially um so that was actually the the blind spot that we didn't know uh, up until after Genesis, actually, uh, if that would would be the case or become the case at least, um, that actually went well. Um, that went well, but it took a long time uh, to to buy the hardware to understand what kind of configuration there was. You really have to imagine that this was before there was any wiki. Um, this was really in talks with the person at Definity that would set out the configuration and uh, was trying to break their head about okay, how do we um, how do we take off-the-shelf hardware, make it accessible and, and usable, not too complex either for new node providers and aspiring node providers, and make it a scalable model? Because we will have to scale if this thing is going somewhere. Um, and eventually, okay, we bought the hardware uh, and then um, we, yeah, we put it in three data centers. So Illusion did a pretty big bet on um, on becoming a node provider, we immediately went for 70, uh, 70 nodes. So still today, we are in three data centers. Um, at some day, uh, really, we lost track of where the nodes uh, were. So we ordered them from our supplier in the US. Uh, then they were shipped to, to the Netherlands, but then suddenly there was no trace anymore. To a day that the data center actually called me and uh, said well there's five tons of computer material here um, you have about 24 hours to come and take them out of the loading bay otherwise we will have to um, have to yeah make you pay for this mm -hmm. um, 
So, okay, that was the thing, but we already had contracted um, a technical partner just because I knew about working with computers and stuff. I wasn't really an expert on all data center and server side stuff. Paul was neither. Um, so what we already did was contracting this technical uh, provider to help us out rec with the wrecking and stacking. Um, that's also where luckily uh, we got uh, some advice and some input actually on this case from Quint, who some of uh, the community members might know. Uh, so Quint is by now already a well-established, I think, developer on the protocol. Uh, but back then he advised us on, okay, what can this network grow into? Is this actually sound? Um, and actually in the first installation of the nodes, he helped me out with, uh, with the wrecking and stacking. Um, and that's where we saw that this highly professional technical service provider, which was really expensive, but I trusted that they would do a good job, um, was not so professional after all, and was not fast at all. And if there is this amount of servers in the loading bay that you need to get rid of and installed quickly, um, that was an issue. Uh, and I think that is where Aviat Labs got born uh, because we had Quint, but very soon I, I saw that, okay, our pace was way higher and we actually had better knowledge about doing this properly than this technical partner. Um, so that is where we invited, uh, where I invited some of my friends from university that had some background on, on these systems um, and helped us out installing in the, in the other data centers, uh, the, the nodes. And as soon as they were operational, then um, it was actually waiting for, for Genesis to, to occur, to see if all the hard work would actually pay off and make some kind of income uh, from the investment, yeah. Yeah, no, that's so interesting. It's 70 nodes, uh, the biggest uh, company you know, provided in Belgium, in Europe, I think. I'm not pretty sure in the rest of the world. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're managing yeah, currently 70 nodes in, in three data centers. I'm curious, do you uh, run the nodes, the 70, at the same time, or are you starting with some quantity and then adding more and more and more? Well, the reason we um, we have 70 and um, there are a few other parties, node providers that also have 70, um, is because the internet computer required uh, critical mass to start with to really run the protocol at at web speed and at its size that it's now at there were only a handful of parties willing to invest a big ticket and uh, make it so that there were sufficient nodes uh, so that's why initially they actually said 70 also as the limit to not um, sort of the sweet spot uh, to not be too centralized but still have a critical mass of uh, of node power um so we we run them uh 100 like we our aim is but today you should actually see aviate labs as being the yeah being the service provider for the nodes so aviate labs doesn't own the nodes illusion does as an investment vehicle or company and aviate labs task uh, and what is being paid for is actually to run these nodes um well to make sure that these nodes stay up a hundred percent so all these notes are up some of these notes uh you can check it out everyone can check it out for themselves in the dashboard um some of these notes don't appear in the dashboard uh, because they're in staging staging is uh like they are in a testing environment or a testing environment for the people developing the protocol uh to see if certain things work or some of them and i think you do do see those on the dashboard 
um, they are on standby. If there is a subnet requiring uh, more power suddenly, well, uh, more power or more so if uh, some nodes drop, which occurs quite frequently out of a subnet for some reason, uh, some nodes are on standby to jump in. Like a backup, um, backup nodes, right? In case yeah. like, okay. Yeah, backup or standby nodes, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right, uh, also, yeah, you mentioned the Aviate Labs is uh, is now the, the the technical side of the nodes because you mentioned like Queens uh, as a technical partner provider. You still working with them now, or or now the 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 investment side is um, Allusion, and then the tech uh, part of the, the company of the nodes is is IBA Labs. So at the moment, Allusion is still uh, they're both the client of Aviate Labs, the customer uh, providing us with some income, um, but they're also an investor, so they do invest in in projects like ours. Um, to to do things that hopefully grow into into a bigger thing. Um, so through that uh, line of of uh, investment, we still have a connection, of course, with Illusion. Uh, and I mean, we're we're still very uh, very well connected um, within the team. So it's me and uh, and Quint currently sort of seeing okay what is needed for the ecosystem for the platform of the IC to actually help us grow. And last month I was at the ICP conference um, from Code and State in Miami, and um, it's it's a really great opportunity to see what is living among those developers, which are only a handful actually developers and projects that are uh, spending twenty four seven or at least a full time job into this ecosystem, because we've now been two years into this and. Um, we already matured the ecosystem with some developer packages, closing certain gaps, helping out Definity uh, with making it so that a new developer can come in and just get started on a project without losing too much time on building fundamental tools to help them building stuff. Um, and now we see that the kind of questions and needs that developers have are changing. So it makes us feel that, okay, the network is maturing. And um, actually, currently we are assessing where to spend our resources for the next year to close the gaps further, but also to come up with projects to attract more developer talent, um, to attract more developer talent to the ecosystem and make them uh, build projects or help us out building other projects. Because we are also engaging with uh, with industrial partners to um, to actually have real life cases uh, on the on the IC. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is the mission, right? Uh, on in your webpage. The website ABA Labs. The mission is connecting corporate players to cutting-edge blockchain solutions for a better decentralized future. Um, in terms of decentralization, for people that maybe is outside ICP ecosystem, for you, what is the meaning of of have like nodes? What is your your responsibility as well, right? To have like a nodes uh, in terms of support the ICP blockchain. Um, yeah, even it's like something like you you should to be like proud right about that because is uh, you're supporting the the blockchain from the beginning as you mentioned it's not wikis no youtube uh, videos nothing right and and from the beginning like trust on, on in dom in the vision and also the project of internet computer and invest 70 nodes that is not cheap for sure um, yeah it's Pretty, pretty interesting. Yeah, if you can share more about your vision about that. Yeah, I think the the points you touch 
upon our, our saying it all. And, and like I mentioned, we initially mostly invested in the people behind the, the promise. I mean, of course, the promise itself, the vision, and then the people um, primarily, actually. Um, and that's still the case. So uh, for, for node providers running nodes and the ones we know, um, I think the proof the proof that we still like trust it and support this with uh with the means that we have the proof is that there is very few node providers as far as i know um and as far as i can check that actually sell the rewards uh, that they receive every month from the nodes um and i think that is indeed the pride that we have or the pride and the the, the trust we have in that this is going to some somewhere um is that most of the people making money today from the ic or staking it or keeping it as IC, ICP. Um, and I think that just shows that, okay, we're we're in here and there is still a great connection, even a larger one than the day that we started with this um, among people that are active in this ecosystem. And now it's just the case that we keep working together uh, to develop apps. But I also have a strong belief that we need to look further into the infrastructure itself, help closing the geographical gaps. Because if you look to South America, um, Africa. There is now one coming up in South Africa, but Africa is really large. Um, and then Asia, Southeast Asia, definitely. Um, there are almost no nodes at all. Uh, and it's really important that decentralization is also a ge geographical thing, because not just because it has to be geographically distributed, of course, but also because there's communities that need to be served by the IC and that actually have maybe a greater need than me in Belgium to have or to be able to rely on decentralized cloud and technology. Um, and that is something very concrete that we are actually uh, supporting also at Aviate Labs and to also inform people and just like you all also, uh, I believe, are doing uh, to help people become a node provider because not only the financial, um, the financial cost is a burden, but also the information of how do I actually set up a node? How does it work legally to actually have a company that runs nodes and gets paid into tokens in crypto? Um, those are all challenges that we already solved and that we now uh, want to commit ourselves to, to share with the community and help the scalability of the infrastructure. Because I always say like when, when there is this killer application that some of the projects already today are striving for and that we really hope to see soon, suddenly we need to go with the infrastructure to Google or to AWS-sized data centers, but distributed over the globe, across the globe. And we need to do it with multi-parties. And it's already very difficult doing it as being Google, where there's only one guy make, or guy or girl maybe making the decision, but having enough money. It's even more difficult if we do it in a decentralized way, but it's not undoable. Um, but we need to be very aware that this is a strive towards scalability um, from day one that we still have to have to keep our attention to that we that we keep it scalable. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, the mission of IBA Labs uh, because yeah, you have the expertise, you have the skills, you have the knowledge, and uh, create awareness all around the world to, to be like this, like run nodes and, and try to be more decentralized. The, the blockchain is something like uh, we need for sure in this ecosystem. We still be on the early stages for the internet computer blockchain. As you mentioned, South America, Africa, other countries, um, they don't have nodes or, or, or uh, and even 
I saw in like uh, the Finity said uh, in 2024 or 2025, we need uh, much more nodes compared with now, right? To like be sustainable and, and be efficient. Um, we need people, right? We need uh, companies. You are working on that. You are working to bring light and see light to, to new Web2 um, projects and, and connecting corporate players to, to the blockchain, to the internet computer protocol. That's awesome. And I'm curious, um, you live in, in, in Leuven. Tell us more about Rold, your, your daily basis tasks. When you wake up and go to the office, what is more or less the thing that you are doing in your in your daily basis? Uh, great question. Um, so I I usually get up not too early. Let's say about like seven seven a.m. Um, now actually past week's been a little earlier because of construction works near the apartment. Um, <laughs> luckily, Leuven isn't too large, so it's a small small city 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 town almost in Belgium. So the office is pretty near, so I walk there and then, um, yeah, you usually start with just looking, having a look at the day and um, and doing a daily sync with the colleagues and see, okay, what's uh, what's we're working on today. Um, I don't know um, what what else could be could be touched upon. Like lately it's been, so we have quite a few projects for being such a small team. Uh, there is almost like one project for every team member and I usually like multiple hands are required for each project. So that is quite intensive to follow on, uh, follow up on and um, yeah, and to be aware of every everything that's going on. Um, we also, um, only part of the team is actually in person uh, in the office. So we also have a colleague, uh, George, who is actually on the on the West Coast of, uh, of the United States. So he's living in LA, uh, which is also helpful because like, the work that's left at the end of the day can be transferred to to him when the new day is starting almost um but that also means that like i'm doing uh yeah i mean in the evenings most of us are also still active um and we work uh, we work the clock run because there's so much to do but it's also very um very motivating to see opportunity and i think that's um that's the thing that you see at every founder founder founding team Every investor is looking for this as well. Um, look for motivation, things that excite you, things that are going somewhere and um, things where you can take ownership to actually do something, change something, improve the lives of people, uh, make money as well. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, for sure. And um, in your daily basis about the, the, the projects that you have, which type of companies are you helping to understand and know more about ICP? um yeah also like connecting with corporate players but which yeah. uh which sectors or industries is like yeah so actually uh right after let's say half a year after genesis uh quint and me uh engaged with uh with a pharmaceutical track and trace company mm -hmm. so that is a very concrete uh project that we had um to help them actually uh, use the decentralized storage and compute to do authentication for pharmaceutical uh, products. Um, so that is one example of, of an industrial heavy case. Um, now, unfortunately, the project got blocked at some point uh, just due to a sort of a lock-in from one of their vendors that they couldn't, that they couldn't um, let's say, leave aside. Um, so that, that was one project. And then um, 
some others like like I mentioned we have uh, we have the university town here and there is this working group uh, called COSIC they're a cryptography working group linked to the university actually from the University of Leuven uh, and they're world class in everything cryptography uh, so I believe they also set the standard of the AES, uh, so you can actually find a trace of them in every device using encryption. Um, and actually now, recently, we have been engaging with them um, to work on, on sort of an authentication solution where they also require, uh, let's say, a decentralized or distributed storage or dis distributed database more so um, to store certain traces, uh, to then use to authenticate people without an intermediate third party. Um, that is a more a research-heavy project. But then within the team, we always see, okay, if we're doing research, usually it's okay funded by the by the government or by someone that wants you to do the research. Um, but we also look at the application side and see, can we build this into a product? Or do we know uh, companies that actually... Uh, have have a use for this uh, leap in technology, for example, and approach them. Um, so I can't tell too much about it, but I can give a timeline on the project uh, and when you can know the project partners. Uh, so I believe it will be like quarter four when the project should be granted there. And then uh, you can just imagine and check out, especially the the Belgian authentication uh, companies, which uh, which we would be approaching for this application as well. Um, maybe a third one uh, that is also interesting. So I believe everyone knows about the Origin project uh, of Feder Italy by now, uh, which is I think really a pioneering project. Unfortunately, after uh, unfortunately that our uh, pharmaceutical project didn't go through. Otherwise, that would maybe have been considered as being the first industrial application. Um, but so Origin is doing the Feder Italy where they actually have digital um, certificates of goods uh, or at least the physical goods will have a digital certificate on the IC. Um, we are looking into, uh, together with them as well, because it, I mean, everything we do nowadays on the IC should be in partnership with, with everyone uh, that is willing to do so. Uh, we're looking to take this a little further look to other regions, uh, see what else we can do. Uh, because at Aviate, we are physically also close to Brussels. So the, the core of the European uh, Parliament and Commission. And there are a few topics of interest we currently have, uh, among which digital product passports. And I really uh, advise everyone to, to look it up, to search for it, because the IC is very well suited for this. Uh, digital product passports will require every manufacturer by 2030 uh, to have a digital trace of uh, a consumable consumable product. So imagine you buy a product from any retailer, uh, as long as it has the CE mark, it should have, let's say, a website or a digital trace where I can find more information about the product. Um, this will require, of course, that you set up this infrastructure for these manufacturers. There are a few companies already working on this, but it makes a lot of sense to create this website on the IC and actually make it able for manufacturers to transfer certain rights or transfer certain data from this website down the supply chain. Because before it reaches the consumer, it probably has passed across like five other companies. Um, so that is something that we look at. And then also the digital identity passport is uh, a second project from the EU that we are closely monitoring. Mm -hmm. um, when you select monitoring, because um... 
I thought in the beginning you help uh, only for like um, decentralization or like different parties where two parties uh, become two node providers. But also it's like Aviate Labs is like a consultancy, right? Uh, projects like coming to you and you bring different solutions or, or about, for example, the Federal Italian origin or, or the identity uh, labs or the digital trace that you mentioned the, about the, the European uh, Commission or the CE. Uh, what is exactly the, the services that you provide to these companies? How you create yeah. value, bring value to these web two companies? So I wouldn't call it a consultancy uh, just because it's not like up until now we have built no one an hourly rate or anything. Um, so if we, I mean, first of all, we're open for any question um, or to share any information that might uh, help you and me and the network, let's say. Um, so that's first, but then uh, if we want to commit any resources, if we want to really commit any any information or, or talent that we have in-house, we um, we also want to feel that we want to take ownership and that our colleagues in the team also want to take ownership because they're all developers and they, they're all, like if they would want to work for a company where everything is very fixed and where they don't have ownership, but like a better wage maybe, then they would have been at Google or any other of the big techs. So we value that you can take the ownership really. And um, which means that if you would really do a project together with us, um, then like we go sit at the table and see where are we heading? Where are you heading? Is there some overlap or expertise that overlaps? Um, let's exchange it and, and do our own thing or do it together in some way that, uh, that makes sense. Um, I think just coming from an investment background as well, it's very important for a startup and everyone building on the IC is a startup just because the IC is growing. So you inherit the, the growth uh, path as well from the IC. Um, at a startup, it's very important that you have focus and uh, that you know your business position. And if you go from the product design to the actual consumer um, consumer cycle and sales cycle, sometimes it doesn't make sense to really provide like this with your whole team or whole uh, company. And sometimes it's better to do strategic partnerships where someone takes on this piece, someone takes on another piece and, um, and focus where you can be the most efficient and most effective. Um, so I believe you should rather see it as if we're doing a project with someone, it's a strategic partnership uh, rather than really consultancy or building things for someone else. Um, not to say that we do have a need in the ecosystem for developers and teams that are willing to provide IT consultancy. We can call it IC consultancy, just because um, developer capacity is very scarce on IC. And at some points we, we have a need and some other teams have a need for way more developer talent. And then at some points it uh, slows down again. Um, so it is very helpful if developers engage on the forums and say like, hey, I do have time uh, to spare to work on someone else's project and uh, and yeah, make us grow. Uh -huh. Okay. And uh, yeah, to support all these things, uh, you need um, a good um, community or a good team, right? Uh, I'm curious to know more about ABA Labs uh, team. How many people are working now there in, in Leuven? Yeah. So you have um, George, right, in, in LA. Yes. 
But um, yes, and also if you're planning to hire more staff in the future, I saw in the website um, a couple of uh, new roles. That, no, yeah. sorry, new roles, yeah. Yeah, yeah let, let's uh, yeah, let's dig dig more in, in that about your team and and the future of of Aviate for sure. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. We have um about six people now that are let's say really part of the core team. All yeah, daily working at Avid Labs. Uh, but ever since the beginning, just because the let's say um every since the beginning, we worked with students as well to help us out with the servers, and I think uh, that also stayed in our nature. So we have a core group of people, which is the six people. Mm -hmm. Um, and around that, we have access to to some talent networks, um, to have interns join us, to have student jobs, but also to have contractors uh, join us. So based on uh, the needs that we have, we can we can easily expand the team uh, for some time and uh, and scale it down again. So at the moment we're with six. So we have um, we have three people really dedicated to software development. Um, then we have me, who is mostly concerned with general management, looking into opportunities and um, and seeing yeah where we can go, uh, and that's together with uh, with Quint mostly. And then um, then we have Milena, uh, who is very active in the or rather active on the socials mostly and and uh, in the community, and she is actually responsible also for um, reaching out to people, uh, screening, monitoring people as well. Who is who are available to work, and that's actually how we how we find uh, found George as well. Um, we found George after the Supernova hackathon last year. Uh, I think it shows also how important hackathons are, where people prove what they are capable of building, where they also publicly show what they have built, because um, it's way easier to see and to connect the certain result to what the person is capable of than if there's nothing to show. So. Yeah, that's uh, that's how we how we find our people. At the moment, we do have some um, we do have some uh, job postings open. Uh, so, yeah, again, I think we we recently filled uh, one job. Um, so at the moment, uh, the ones that are still open, uh, I believe they're mostly about internships or contractor work, and that's just to know okay whenever there is like a high need for uh, for certain roles that we can fill these in uh, quickly. Mm -hmm. So every week, I believe we have some engagements with about two or three people uh, that are willing to work and uh, and looking for things. Um, if we can't offer them, them a project immediately, then we just keep them, uh, yeah, keep them in, in touch with and, and uh, maybe later that we can uh, do something together. But yeah. we always motivate them to like keep building stuff or look for other uh, groups that might need some help because everyone does at some point. Mm -hmm. Nice. And also, yeah, the, what is the relation of uh, Aviate Labs with other ICP projects? Uh, I mean, you are independent, for sure you are like an independent, not provider, but I'm curious, what is now the relation with Definity? For sure in the beginning, they help you a lot for like from the notes and everything. Um, are you collaborating with them? For example, if you have like a, Software developers are good opportunities. Uh, you try to bring them to uh, get uh, the developer grants, for example, or, or you are in communication with them like weekly or, or um, what is now the, the relation with the Definity team and also with other projects. You mentioned Origin for sure. 
But uh, if you are planning to maybe do another partnerships or you're working with other uh, ICP projects now. Yeah, so the uh, to start with maybe the, the connection with Infinity, um, I wouldn't say it's on a weekly basis, but we know by now, um, we know like who to reach out for certain things. So be it node stuff, be it um, general projects, be it grants, uh, so we know we know our way around also at uh, in Zurich. Um, they also know us, which is also very helpful uh, that they do have a reference or that they do remember what we are working on. Um, I think in the beginning it was mostly the connection with the with the hardware team, the data center teams from them, to really help set up um, the the nodes and the monitoring and making them uh, making them stay up for for all, always. Um, but by now, yeah. Our needs are mostly a focus to, uh, to just being sort of on the edge of what is being developed on the IC infrastructure-wise, um, to know what is going on, what is the timeline there. Let's also talk about encryption um, for data sensitivity or confidentiality that is not that is almost there, but it's not there yet, which is re important if we work with an industrial partner that we can at least tell them, well, okay, maybe today it's not the case, but at that point it should be the case um, because that is currently also a, a limitation, I believe, for, for certain applications. Um, but those that's just one technical example. And then um, aside from that with other projects, so again, if you are doing any project on the IC, it is probably always the case that you're doing some kind of fundamental work or you need to fix or build your own tool yourself for some things um, or filling gaps that are not there yet. So that means that you go out on the forums and that you engage with some other people that might be working in the same authentication field or um, yeah, working on certain assets. And uh, that means that at least our developers mostly connect with uh, with other teams and projects as well. And that they yeah, know Quint and George, uh, I guess are, are most well known among uh, the the, the projects um, and then we go to community events where you can just uh, talk to them directly in person which is always very different from um, from the online call still uh, and that's always good to sort of spend some more time together aside from very concrete stuff and really look a few more years ahead and uh, and see if yeah if there is certain takeaways or if it affects our our strategy and vision for example um, and also in terms of investments, um, are you uh, collaborating or, or, or maybe it's not like ABA Labs, it's more like a, a, the allusion, but are you also like trying to support projects like to raise funds? For example, also now we are seeing um, different decentralized sales on ICP through the SNS, you know, like Kinnick, also OpenChat, Hot or Not are um also preparing uh, the sns uh, launch in in terms of investments are you also supporting uh, this type of projects or or you're just focusing on the partnerships that, that you mentioned like strategic partnerships or also like you are through the allusion investing yeah. in funds yeah, so Aviat Labs itself doesn't invest um at least not in in other projects or so but um 
I mean, I can speak for the team members, but at least on a company level, we don't invest. Uh, that is more uh, that is more so illusion. So illusion is an investment company, and whenever we know about a certain investment, it just gets passed on, and we have a look at it uh, from the illusion from the illusion side of stuff. So you really have to see illusion is the investment company. Avid Labs has become the operational spin out, and uh, and should now be an R and D lab itself. Um, but of course, because because it's pretty early, everyone knows each other, and uh, and we can just pass on mess messages there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then yeah, I have here like a couple of legend names uh, that I follow in, in LinkedIn long time ago. Uh, Paul De Canier, and then Otkan Buran. Uh, okay. Yeah. Tell me more about them. What is the is a what they working with you? Pretty close, part of the team every day. Uh, this is the core team that you mentioned that you are six people that fund everything. They are part of the team, or uh, how you divide yeah. tasks. So, so Paul, uh, Paul is actually the guy behind Illusion. Uh, so he is he is where it all started. Um, he's also the owner of Illusion and. Uh, um, and also, like he, he is still behind David Labs to set out the the vision and and sort of the strategy, keeping us focused because we also have, I mean, you see so many opportunities that it's sometimes very hard to not jump on all, all of them. So he tries to keep us on the ground and uh, and uh, and help us also getting there and having the the funds and resources to get there as well. Um, so that is Paul and then uh, Oscan, who you mentioned. Mm -hmm. I've been working with Oscan for, I think now um, one and a half years by now. Um, so initially he he helped out on the node side, uh, because we were pursuing, um, we were pursuing a business model also with the nodes to help other people set up nodes, but then provide certain maintenance, um, and operational support like we do currently for Illusion, because initially um, I saw that there was there was this uncertainty that okay illusion wanted to become a node provider but what does in what does it entail to run the nodes and to keep them um live 24/7 um so that's an uncertainty and it really helps if there is a technical partner but not like ours in the beginning that you know has the experience that can do it cost efficient and in a timely manner um so we pursued this business idea now it turned out to be um not necessarily the the most interesting thing you can do on the IC right now, um, but Oscan has also a, a background into um, let's say deep technology uh, stuff and also physics. He uh, I think he took yeah he is a master in physics I believe, um, so he he knows to get around certain concepts very well. He knows how to read say forty pages. And I mean, sometimes I really think he is, he's a ChatGPT from the team. We already had one uh, before ChatGPT came along to really get a summary of a certain page, get the important things out. And that really helps if we are um, talking about the digital product passports from the European Commission, for example. Um, he knows what's going on there. He can advise on what to pursue, what kind of architecture that they are currently setting out what other projects are doing and what their architecture is like and how we can fill it in or see overlaps with some other projects we are doing. Um, so that's Oscan. He um, he is the in-person team. So he uh, he lives in Belgium as well. He's mostly in the office. Uh, so yeah, 
he's he's really at the core of Aviat Labs also. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, because I contact with them through LinkedIn a long time ago, and I just yeah. need to know more about them. Uh, awesome. And yeah, just the last question before to go for the funny question that I always uh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, this is more like overall uh, in terms of the future of internet computers. How we can make better uh, ICT for for you in your opinion? How we can engage more with people outside ICT ecosystem and get mass adoption on ICT? Um, we have the technology, we have the tools, we have the community, but we need also to accelerate the process, right? To uh, become yeah. uh, the world computer, internet computer, blockchain. Um, in your opinion, Rolf, what is the next step? So how we can make better ICT? Yeah, so the next step is um, to, to my belief, really attract more developers that have experience in the Ethereum, uh, on the Ethereum platform, or that have really like real world experience with uh, building um, building applications that, that know how to make money, that know how to solve problems that really come, let's say, out of this conventional world. Because if we are able to do so, then with the first ones, with Ethereum developers, that proves that we are now becoming more interesting even than a chain that already has proven to be a big success, let's say. If we are able to convince the very conventional developers, that means that we also lowered the barrier low enough to make it uh, to, to make them able to start thinking about, okay, this might be a good way to go. And to actually start these projects and uh, and do something that uh, that proves value, but currently, I feel up to this point. So for about two years now, we've been working on closing gaps, building developer infrastructure, making it easier to build projects. Mm -hmm. Now, one of the most important indicators for let's say the next year is increasing developer count on the IC because they're the ones to build it. Then, of course, we can still um, we should still pursue also for companies to convince them to come to the IC, but actually for an end user, it's not necessarily interesting. It might even scare them away to talk, start talking about all these uh, very yeah heavy sometimes concepts of decentralization and the internet computer. So the first thing is always, we need to prove that we can solve problems and that we, let's say the technical guys that or guys or girls that understand the concepts that we know it's a better solution than doing it on AWS, but that it's also for the sake of doing it better, not necessarily for the sake of doing it on the IC, let's say it should make sense. Um, but so first is developer count. Um, secondly, which of course as node providers, we are very aware of it as well, or being on the side of the node providers, we are very aware of um, the node rewards every month or um, like they're not little, they're a lot, but also um, they uh, don't influence the inflation on the on the ICP token as much as one might think. So at the moment, um, many of the actually the staking rewards are having uh, having a way larger influence on the inflation of the ICP token. And like everyone knows, to have a successful network, but also to come on the radar of investors and come on the radar of developers. We need an appreciation, an appreciating token. Um, so therefore, it's very in, in, important actually that we also increase the the cycles burn 
to sort of get the economical the tokenomic uh, model working and rolling um, and get an appreciating token price. Uh, so of course things need to be built. So we need developers first. Then we need to increase cycle burn, um, and thereafter it's really going after some uh, killer applications. Uh, but with them, it will also come that we need to scale up the network, the actual infrastructure further. Uh, that is currently our timeline and our let's say strategic vision for where we should focus our efforts and resources. Uh, developers first, then increasing the cycles, and then um, improve the scaling, making sure that we have a scalable network. Okay. Uh, yeah, really interesting. Thank you for your thoughts with that. Uh, yeah, I totally agree the way that we can work and go towards to improve the ICP and the mass adoption. The developers, no providers, how to solve problems, how increase the cycle burns, how to get the killer application, uh, bring people yeah. to and other baby blockchains uh, to uh, scale up more. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, yeah, thank you so much, Roel Parmentier. I have uh, now finished normally with like different questions about your knowledge on internet computer. I'm very curious. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the first one is, uh, are you uh, eight years gang? I assume yes, but I'm not pretty sure. Are you staking ACPs within eight years on your NNS? Um, you're saying the NNS? Yes, if you have uh, ICPs staked in, in, in the NNS for eight years. It was yeah. eight years gang, right? <laughs> On the uh, ICP ecosystem. Do you have ICPs? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Of course, yeah. Of course, yeah, okay, exactly. In that case, this question maybe is not for you, <laughs> but uh, because it's pretty obvious that you have. Um, next question is, for you, what is the uh, your favorite application now on ICP or the the app that you think uh, is pretty cool? Oh, that is. I think it's. Um, I think that's that's not necessarily the same. If I look at the one that I use the most often, I guess at the moment it's OpenChat. Um, it's OpenChat because just like some some. Uh, some connections and some projects are are doing the communication there. Um, what is the most cool? That's of course hard to, hard to say, and I also don't want to uh, offend some other people or like make them that I didn't choose theirs. No, I think in a personal, it's not like uh, it's for you, role, What is like even if yeah. it's like the biggest one, right? But do you think, oh, this is maybe this uh, yeah. a lot of potential? Let's say, let's say what I think has some um, really some potential. I mean, some potential is already doing an interesting job as Kinnick. and oh. yeah, I really wanna would like to see way more of them. Um, I mean, way more. I'm really curious to what what it can grow into further, um, but also that is really it's yeah. I know what they're like, at least what technologies that they're looking into. And okay, maybe it's because of these as well, because I see those technology implementations are very relevant for some ideas that we have as well. Um, so that, that might also be, but it, I just think it's very cool what they are working on and, and what technology that they are implementing on the IC. It has, it has to do with, um, uh, yeah, with zero knowledge and also with artificial intelligence. So. I think both very hype uh, hype words as well today, 
but there is such interesting cryptographical things going on behind it, which I don't even understand, but are, um, I think, bringing a difference to the IC that no single, I mean, we're already different from others, but that really no single network can compete with. Okay, nice. The, yeah, the third question, I think you already respond, is the, the app that you use on a daily basis yeah. or frequently is open chat or you do you have do you use other ones or in a daily basis or, or just open chat? On a, no, not necessarily on a day. Uh, I mean, open chat, yes, not really others on a daily basis. Um, I mean, I wouldn't consider the NNS really an okay, it is an app, and with all respect also for the people building it, it, it has been a challenge as well. Um, but some others, no, I mean, of course, you try some out. But I have to admit, and I also, the only apps I use are really for productivity. And because I have to use them, I would want to use less apps on a daily basis. Um, just to say, like, unless really the IC uh, becomes, I mean, it's already the case, I wanted to say, becomes my Discord app. But yeah, that's what you have with OpenChat. So unless it's becoming my mail client, which I didn't switch to Dmail yet, um, yeah. I don't know. At the moment, there's no really other apps that I use on a daily basis. So. Mm -hmm. Great. Okay. And yeah, the last one is, um, which person do you admire from the ICP ecosystem? Maybe not from the, the Aviate Labs, wherever. You can choose uh, people from Definity. You can choose the founders of other projects, software developers. That's someone that you meet like, wow, this guy is so smart. And, or this guy, I admire a lot the, the things yeah. that they are doing or he's doing or she's doing yeah yeah i mean i mean first there are many out there and that's also the reason why we're all here i believe is just because of the people and and how interesting they are i think one that stands out to me personally and also because it's one of the few that i actually got a chance with of really sitting down at a restaurant have a good have a good meal with him that he invited me for uh which i'm still very thankful for uh is byron from from candy Bee. Oh, Byron um, Becker. Yeah, Byron Becker. So he, um, yeah, just what he did, and and he recently also uh, uh, did a did a partnership with Origin, or at least um, uh, sold his project, and then they open sourced it to to Origin. Um, he he just has a clear vision as well, and yeah, he's very smart, just like all people I think in the IC, uh, but he's very smart and and humble as well. Uh, I just like his personality. What he's doing, he's dedicated full time on the IC. So he took he took the risk. He's still taking the risk, uh, and he's pursuing uh, creating. So yeah, mm. I would say definitely him. Right, I agree. I interviewed him uh, a few weeks ago, and yes, he's so smart and so humble, and I totally agree with with your answer. Okay, great. Yeah, Rolf Armentier, uh, co-founder of Aviate Labs, uh, investment team at Plug and Play. It's a real pleasure to have you here. It's like a fun conversation and also uh, see like uh, the other perspective, right? Not only the, the perspective of software developers or, or dApps on ICP, also know more about the Aviate Labs and the cool things that you are doing. And it's pretty awesome. Keep up the, the great job that you are doing. And, and yeah, thank you so much. I'm not sure if you want to finish the conversation with uh, the last talk for the ICP um, audience. Yeah, I mean, sure. Um, thank you so much for having me first. Uh, thank you, everyone, also for listening and just being around this ecosystem. Um, I think one 
one thing personally, and we will be having a blog, blog post out soon as well uh, to recap sort of the first ICP conference. One thing that stood out to me was everyone is still as dedicated as day one, um, but we, um, we will be seeing um, a new narrative, I believe, being shaped in the next months for the IC. So I, I believe the whole community will reshape the narrative, which we will happily contribute to. Um, and it will, I think, define a new milestone in, in the IC and where we are going towards with also being the goal of attracting more developers or having as a result that we will attract and see way more developers. Just because, um, just because yeah, the narrative, I think we matured the network and now there can be maybe the first, we can say the first narrative of the community um, to be uh, to be actually showing, okay, what is the internet computer? And more so, why does an Ethereum developer want to dedicate from now on full-time their time and energy uh, towards building on the IC? Why does it make sense to come and stay in the IC for 10 years? And I think that is sort of the narrative that we will see being put out way more by uh, all the different projects, by some people, uh, some key figures in the IC. And uh, that's something that really struck me from the community conference that everyone felt and sort of got in consensus of, yeah, like it's time to 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 actually, yeah, set a narrative from from the builders themselves. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, nice. Thank you so much, Rolf, for your last thought and for your time today. It was a real pleasure. And yeah, I hope like maybe I can interview you in, in a few months or in the future. Uh, to know more about the new updates and the new cool things that you are doing and how you escalate the decentralization of ICP in other countries and help other uh, companies and enterprises to be like an providers. It's a really cool project, Aviat Labs. Yeah, you can check the website. Um, thank you. Thank you so much and have a great day. My pleasure. Thank you so much. Bye. See you. Okay. See you around. Bye-bye.